Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Okay, for the first time ever, I am coming at you with two podcasts in one week. I think it's the first time ever. I don't think I've ever done two podcasts in one week. Um, So I'm actually really excited about doing these um, two podcasts this week and really um, showcasing some more conversation around motherhood and the pandemic and coming out of, you know, all of what we're doing. So first off, I'm Nikki Gingrich. I am the host of the Stepping Up for the Working Mom podcast. And I'm just excited to be talking to you today and to be talking to you on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Um, No, it's actually still morning. It feels like afternoon. That's how much I've done today. Um, Talking to you on this beautiful day and getting it getting this all out of the way so that I can spend the rest of the day with my family um, and enjoy this weekend with them. So what I want to start with is that I'm going to be hosting a mindfulness and meditation challenge for women, for women who are feeling stuck um, in a rut, feel like you're just going through the motions of life, you are bored, you are exhausted, you are tired, you are uninspired, you feel like, oh, this is just my life and it's totally boring and I hate it. And I can't, don't, I can't envision my life in any other way, but this is not how, you know, maybe you envision your life and you're like, this is not how I envisioned my life being, whether it's your work, your personal life, the home that you live in, the activities that you do. And you're like, this is not how I envisioned my life when I was 21, 22 and entering the world and, you know, getting a job and being really excited and real lit up about life. Like this is not where I anticipated I would be. And you just find yourself going through the emotion, going through the motions and going through the emotions. You're practically numb. You're really not feeling anything because you're like, this is just what I have to do. I've got to get up. I've got to do work. I've got to take care of the kids. I've got to do the laundry. I've got to do the dishes. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And then you go to bed at night and then you wake up and repeat the next day. That sounds awful and boring and you're tired and exhausted. So I've created this challenge because this is these are the tools that I've used. It's mindfulness and meditation. And what they have done is, and what I know they can do for you, is to shift all of that thinking, to shift that process from, to really spark that creative side, to really help you dive in and say, what is it that I really want? Because as moms, as working moms, we don't, really get the space to sit and really think. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be working together for three weeks. I'm going to ask you for 15 days of 30 minutes or less of doing meditation, doing journaling, and doing a really fun um, brain activity to help stimulate the neurons in your brain to start making new connections. And when you start making those new connections, oh my God, your world can just explode and change and you will, it will be unbelievable what can happen when you start to do that. So I'm really, really excited about that. 
and really looking forward to it. But I'm only taking five women because I am not doing this where I just give you the information and you go and do it on your own. I am giving you this. And how I'm giving it to you is we're going to be working together. So you're going to have three weeks, but 15 days of doing this work. We're going to talk one-on-one. We're going to follow up. We're going to check in when you come head to head with challenges and obstacles that come in your way. When you're unsure about something, you can ask me and I will answer your question. You will have full on access to me for those three weeks for completely free. I am doing this completely free because I want to. Um, and I'm just looking forward to it and I want to keep it small and intimate so that I'm able to give you the clarity and attention that you deserve as you go through those three weeks. Um, and again, I'm keeping it super small. So depending on the response that I get, I'm either going to accept first come first serve, or I will, um, gather all of the names of people who are interested and then send out a short little survey to to see who is most willing to do the work because you are going to have to do the work. I don't want to go through this program with you if you're not willing to step up and try something new. Um, And you will be held accountable because I will be checking in with you to see how you are doing. Um, So you will be held accountable. And if you're someone who needs that accountability to do it, then this is perfect for you. And again, it is free. If you want in, just send me an email at Nikki Gingrich at gmail.com. Again, that's Nikki Gingrich at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know. Say, hey, Nikki, I'm interested in the meditation and mindfulness challenge. And that's all you need to say. And I will get right back to you. Um, all right. Maybe not right back to you, but give me 24 hours <laughs> to get back to you. Um, all right. So now that that's out of the way, I want to share something with you that I am going through right now and sharing with you how I'm working on it. So we are shifting from school to summer. My kids just finished school. So as I record this, it's Saturday. My kids actually finished school yesterday. Um, the first week in June is like, you know, all of our pick up and drop off and kind of closing everything out, returning library books, all that stuff. So I can say we successfully survived um, homeschooling quarantine life. Like we did it. Like we want a big shout out celebration. Uh, I completely crashed last night, by the way. And I don't know if maybe there's a combination of, there's definitely a combination of things that go into that, but I completely crashed last night and was just so exhausted and tired. Um, but also felt really rewarding. Like things weren't perfect for us, but we did it. Like God, like we, we freaking did it. You know, we made it through and we made it work and we learned a lot and, it was just really, really amazing to me. And um, my son's first grade teacher put this video together and God, just thinking about it is probably going to make me cry again of video. Um, she did like a slideshow with music background and stuff of pictures of the classroom. And, you know, seriously, just thinking about it, saying, oh my God, how is this going to, I'm going to cry again. How is this going to affect them and how beautiful that was and that she, A, took the time to do that for them and be like, gosh, this is what is, what's going to happen 10 years from now? How is this going to be affecting our children? How is our world going to change? Like, yes, we, we, we are in the middle of something crazy and incredible that is going to change the future of our world drastically. And, and while we're in the middle of it, it's overwhelming and tiring and exhausting. And then to imagine how this is going to change things. I just, I can't, I can't even wrap my head around what the world is going to look like a year from now, two years, 10 years from now, um, and how this is going to affect people and, and change. And that 
you know, my children went through it and the teachers went through it and how, I don't know, there was just so much to it and, and how sad it was that they couldn't finish out the school year in their classroom and how hard that must have been for, you know, while we're in, see, I'm crying again, while we're, we were in the thick of it, it was hard and it was frustrating, but also how sad and um, really grieving for for that end of the school year and what those kids and teachers missed out on um, and how, you know, things had just shifted. And, and while we were, you know, did we really give ourselves space to really grieve what was going on? And I, I don't think I did. I was just in this survive day to day and that's okay that I was in day to day survival. But, you know, my kids are, we're finishing first grade in pre-K. So we didn't have big ceremonies and, you know, for our, for our school, they do a big ceremony for the kindergarten class. And, um, so like we didn't miss those big things. Um, but my kids, you know, everyone experiences in a different way. And it was just so I'm going off on a tangent, which I wasn't expecting to go off on, but things, things are shifting and changing in our world. And we are, we are a part of something really, really incredible. And if we don't stop and look around us and realize what's going on, I think we're going to look back and be like, wow, what, what happened? You know? And, and yes, every single day trying to look back, no, because most days we're just trying to survive and get through. And, and again, that's totally okay because that's where we are right now. But there's just so much happening and just watching that that video that she put together and how hard that must have been for her to do that, to miss her class and not see them. Uh, she held it together on the call, but I can imagine while she was putting that together, maybe watching that on her own, how much that that really affected her as a teacher. I mean, she has a class of 13 kids. It's it's so super small and, you know, she loved them and, and they loved her and we made the best with what we had and but everything's just so crazy. So now we're in this, this shift. So I have to shift this conversation right now, or I could just kind of keep rambling. And I think I would ramble if somebody would let me, but I could let myself because it's my podcast, but I don't know if people want to hear me continue to ramble and uh, cry into the microphone. But so, okay. End of school year. Hold on. Okay. My kids finished school. We're really wrapping up school this week. I mean, they're done with class and work, but um, now we're shifting from our schedules, from the school schedule to the summer schedule. And um, daycare is reopening. We are choosing at this moment not to send our children back, at least for the month of June, possibly July. We also have, uh, I reached out to our sitter yesterday of you know, are you going to be available? What's that going to look like? Because now we're in this space of what is summer care? What is our summers going to look like? And nobody has the answer for that. We're working about two weeks ahead of time um, as far as scheduling goes. And that's that's about all we can do. Um, so anyway, so here are really the three things I am looking to focus on as we shift from this school routine to the summer routine. And as I said, I'm actually giving myself um, this upcoming week, which would be the week that this is live, I'm actually giving myself this week um, time off to really not fully switch the schedule, um, but to really just kind of let it be a little loosey-goosey and just see how things go. And then really kind of setting ourselves up for a new routine and really taking the time to say, what do we want our, our new summer routine uh, to look like, knowing that that's likely going to change at some point. 
because trial and error, we've got to figure it all out and we have no idea uh, how our schedules are going to change. But this could be on a week by week basis, something's going to change. But the first big thing is really adjusting our routine. So we had come up with a really solid school work routine um, during quarantine. So we had, you know, scheduled school time. I had scheduled work time. Now that did shift and change, especially for the month of May. Uh, we really solidified it for the last like three, three weeks. We really kind of tightened down on what that schedule looked like and how we had to change it depending on how things were going on. But it was in that, it's in a, a routine is in a constant flux. It's never the same exact thing all of the time because our lives are constantly changing and our schedules are constantly changing. But really setting up that routine. And I think the number one thing is creating a routine for yourself of this is what that's going to look like, especially for our children. Um, They do thrive on routine. So letting them know, like my son got into my oldest, I say my son, I have two of them. My first grader got into a really good routine of this is what you did when you first woke up in the morning. Um, We didn't turn the TV on right away. We actually did that in the beginning. We did take that away. Um, But he had to go right into, um, he either had to spend 20 minutes reading or 20 minutes listening to a story. Uh, He'd have to do two activities, 20 minutes each, listening to a story or reading. He could also read to someone else or or do another thing, but those were the two that he gravitated towards. Um, So that's what he would do first thing in the morning. Um, and he really, by last the, like, you know, the last two to three weeks, he'd be like, mommy, I'm going to do my, do my work. And I'm like, okay, you got it. You're good. Go do what you need to do. And we didn't have to fight with him. Um, but it was, it was a routine. He knew that that's what was going to happen in the morning. So now it's going to be creating what's our new routine going to look like for the summer. Cause we do, we want our children to keep reading. We want our children to keep learning. And as I said, we're going to take at least one week off and not force the kids to do really any major you know, school, school work. Um, but we want to make sure that they're continuing to read. And we do read actually at night. We all read at night. Uh, we read to our five-year-old, our seven-year-old usually lays and reads. He's in a really good routine. My husband and I, um, he, my husband actually reads a little more at night than I do. He's a lot better at it. He's created himself a nice routine. Maybe I need to create a new routine for myself. But I think that's number one for me as far as setting up from going from school to summer. What is this going to look like is creating a new routine and also understanding that that routine is flexible and is likely to change. Number two is taking time off. So as I said, we are taking time off um, this week um, to transition from school to summer. Um, Then we're actually going to be going away for a few days in another like three weeks. Um, which is going to be nice. And then what we'll do probably in like the middle of the summer, um, sometime in July, um, is probably taking some more time off. Um, but really understanding that taking that vacation, you know, taking that full week of like, let's just do nothing. Even if you are working and say you're working from home and I don't, everybody's situation is different, but for, I know for, for some people, in this situation is you've got vacation days and yes, you're working from home. So maybe you're not planning on using your vacation days, but maybe you're going to lose them or maybe they'll carry over. I have no idea. Again, everybody's situation is different, but if you've got those vacation days, take them and that's going to give you permission to be home and not working. That's going to give you the permission to say, nope, I took this vacation. I took this vacation and I'm taking, even if you can't go anywhere, even if you're still not ready to travel or you can't travel within your state yet, just st- just take the time off so that you guys can get up and just have fun and relax and wake up when you want to and not have that routine and, you know, really shake things up and get away from that routine that you've created. So while routine is fantastic, 
it is really good to take time off from that routine. Like take a full week off if you need to and just be like, hey, we're just going to live life. And a lot of times on the weekends, that's really what the weekends are for. I don't, I have a pretty strict routine through Monday through Friday and I do if I'm not feeling well, I sleep in and things change. But on the weekends, it's I'm going to sleep in and I I still want to do a little bit of the things that I have, but I don't force myself to stick to it. Now, I'm not going to lie. I do feel better when I do, but I'm not going to get myself up at 5.15 on Saturday and Sunday. I don't need to do that. Um, but really making sure that this summer you're, you're taking that time off. And I'm literally like shaking my hand so you can be like, just shake it all out and just ugh, reset yourself. You know, it just feels so, so good. And then number three is to ensure that you're continuing self-care. And self-care in that you're not getting your manicure and your hair done like that, you know, that kind of self-care is really good, but really taking care of your mind and your body. So self-care to me is meditation and journaling and exercise and eating healthy and drinking enough water. Those are really the things that if somebody were to say, how do you take care of yourself? Those would be the top five things that I would share. I, if I feel like I'm getting off, I am, I'll, I'll go move my body. I'll meditate, I'll journal, I'll make sure that I'm, I'm eating, I'm eating healthy. I'm putting vegetables and fruit into my body. If I'm starting to feel a little anxious or a little crappy, like, no, 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 I need to switch things up. I need to make sure I have a vegetable right now. Um, I'm drinking enough water. A lot of times I don't, you know, I'm like, oh, I haven't had water. I need to drink more water. You know, we kind of get out of that, but really making sure that you're taking care of yourself. And for me, that's going to mean continuing to wake up early during the summer that taking time off is great, but taking three months off, not so good. Taking time off here and there from your routine and really switching things up is amazing, but taking three full months to not have that is not good. So for me, that is that is going to be waking up early. For you, it could be something completely different. Um, it could be waking up, um, you know, me, it's waking up at 5.15 when the rest of my family gets up around you know, my kids get up sometime between six and seven. My husband gets up around seven. So I really give myself a nice chunk of time. It could be for you just getting up 20 minutes before the kids, 30 minutes before the kids do, and just really having that time for yourself to do whatever it is that you need to do to fill yourself up. Um, you know, that analogy of filling your cup, it is true. So, and I think one of the things we need to do is I've listed to you my self-care things and I will say to you, like, those are really, really great things. And, but that's what works for me. That might not work for you. Um, do I think that meditating, exercising, eating right, um, journaling are all really good? Absolutely. But are they for everybody? No, but I think we all should be doing them in some capacity, like, um, really, especially the moving your body and eating right. Um, and meditating and journal. Okay, you know what? They're all important. But if you can't do all five of them, um, understanding what it is that helps to keep you grounded. What keeps you grounded as a human being? What keeps you level-headed? Um, I just posted it in my story. So I'm recording this on a Saturday. Um, and in my stories today, I really posted how this past week has been extremely hectic for us. We are selling our house. Um, we are now in the process of looking for a new home like accepting offers, putting in offers, getting our house inspected, like things are moving super, super, super quickly, which is really exciting, but it has taken a mental toll on me. Um, and I had this conversation with my husband uh, earlier in the week where I said, 
all of this is taking a lot of mental energy for me and it's it's not allowing me to put energy somewhere else. So I spent so much time this week. I've gone to bed early. I've made sure that I was um, eating right. Like I made sure like, oh my God, I've ate like crap today. I would just make myself a smoothie, get myself a couple glasses of water, um, that I was exercising in some form, even if it was just stretching or going for a walk, like I was doing something, um, getting myself outside and meditating and journaling. So I've been really leaning heavy into those things because I needed to, I needed to feel grounded. And that's what all of those, whatever items you say, this is my self-care. This is what fills my cup. This is what keeps me grounded. This is what keeps me sane. You need to ensure that you're continuing to do those um, as you shift from this school routine into a summer routine that you don't lose sight of those things because two, three months down the line, if you're not taking care of yourself, that buildup is going to happen slowly and eventually you're going to crack and break. And nobody needs that. You don't need that. Your family doesn't need that. You need to ensure that you're taking care of you because you are number one. You are number one. So whatever that means for you, whether that's opening up a Bible and reading and praying, listening to a podcast, reading a book, um, whatever that means, connecting with a friend, whatever are those things are that really ground you and make you just feel calm and centered. That's what I want you to focus on when it comes to your self-care um, because it needs to be a priority um, as we're, we're shifting these schedules. Um, and it's going to help you with that shift in schedule as well. So just to reiterate real quickly, the three things that I am focusing on as we shift from um, school to summer is changing and readjusting our routine, making sure that I'm taking time off, that my family is also taking time off, and then continuing my self-care. And for me, that means waking up early, making sure that I'm taking care of myself, grounding myself, and centering myself um, on a really regular uh, basis. So those are the things that I'm doing to shift those are the things that I would recommend to anybody who would ask me um, to how, to, how to do this shift. I would say do focus on these three things and make sure these three things are covered and you will, you will do fine. You will soar and you will thrive and you will feel fantastic. So that's what I would share. That's what I want to share with you. That's what I'm focusing on. And maybe I'll come back at with you with a new podcast in a couple weeks and just saying this is how we're doing um, as an update. So if you are listening to this podcast and it resonates with you and you think it's going to resonate with somebody else, please share it. That is how we get this message out and we can help more and more working moms live the best life that they possibly can. Um, and you can be a part of that by sharing this message with them. And if you'd also like to be a part of the meditation and mindfulness challenge that's coming up, please let me know. I'm going to need to have your information by um, June well, we're starting on June 8th, so I would need to have your information by June 7th, uh, which is a Saturday. And depending on when this airs, I don't know when that will be, but probably in a few days. So let me know. Send me an email at NikkiGingrich at gmail.com and we will move forward and get started. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you always for being here. Thank you for being a part of the Stepping Up family. And um, until next week, have a great one. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.